Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get it? The Bird Show. We have pigs in the room. We have pigs in the room! In celebration, we should have pigskins, pigs in yes. studio on the Friday before the Super Bowl, and I couldn't love you more. Uh, you're so welcome. And Abby... It's actual pigs. I'm not convinced. I think those dogs are very <laughs> convincingly pulling off this pig costume. All right, so we have Rachel Smith in from Wildlife Wonders slash Paradise Valley Farm slash North Georgia Wildlife and Safari Park. You brought two adorable pigs in with you today, Ham Solo and Chewy, which is so cute. Um, we would love for you to please tell everybody what you do and why you do what you do. All right, thank you for having us today. We brought our adorable piggies with us, um, and we couldn't be more happy to <laughs> share them with you guys. Uh, so our pigs are part of our Paradise Valley farm. Uh, we are a full working farm. We breed miniature and rare livestock. Um, so we have pigs and goats, and we're so excited to about to be going into our um, baby season. So spring is baby season. Lots of bouncing babies everywhere. Um, and so that being said, you're welcome to come and visit. So visiting us is the North Georgia Wildlife and Safari Park. That's a trick, um, and that's a trap right there. Because if you go and visit them, you are walking away with a pig. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so we do piggy cuddles as one of our experiences. Aww. It's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> come and cuddle the piggies. Um, and so... Uh, we are a full zoological facility. Um, education and conservation is our heartbeat. Um, we want to share the animals with people, um, get them to connect to them, to care about them, and ultimately for conservation for both animals and our planet. Um, and so through all of that is through our different programs. So we have Wildlife Wonders is our Zoo to You program. So we brought the animals to you. Thank you uh, so much. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it smells like piggies so. in here too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I get so used to it. I don't smell it. You don't even smell it anymore? Yeah, I don't, oh, I don't know the difference. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this question. As a guy that truly is in the market to get a pig because right. I'm really thinking mm -hmm. about I don't have any heartbeats in my house right now right. and I've always had dogs it, mm -hmm. it might be and I can't replace the one I just lost Reagan's it, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah it's I'm just sorry. I can't even think about it so I'm thinking about just going pig route right okay and people have said mini pig mini pig mini pig but I think it's a little bit um what's the word I'm looking for uh confusing because mini pigs aren't that many uh, they, they grow into big pigs. Right. So mini pigs are really going to be about 40 to 60 pounds is the common size of a mini pig. So people think teacup pigs and these tiny little cutesy pigs 
all pigs are born about that size. They're tiny little teacups, but they do grow. Mm. And the more you feed them, the bigger they get. Right. And so the mini pigs are standard about 40 to 60 pounds. So that's like a medium-sized dog, but it's still manageable. If, oh, you, yeah. if you've had a dog, a medium-sized dog, and you can uh, care for that, um, you can train them. You can litter box train them, which is a step up from a dog. Yes. And so they're... You can litter box train yeah, pigs. Yeah, dude. They're smart. litter box train wow. pigs. Yes. She was telling me they do obstacle courses and stuff, right? <laughs> Yep, we have some that will walk on halters. You can train them to walk through legs or in and outs. They are a very, very smart animal. Have you ever seen anybody with a, a pig on a leash before walking them down the street? No, no but now I want to. Oh, yeah. Do you have videos of these said obstacle courses that um, I can watch? We have some, I, maybe on our YouTube. It's been a while since I checked there, but we may have something somewhere where we have... Um, done some of that with our pigs before. So <laughs> if you want to check them out, you can go to, because you're going to go to the North Georgia Wildlife and Safari Park website, and that's N-O-G-A-Wild.com. And I'm here to remind you, Cassie's got everything set up. We are currently live on the Burt Show's Facebook page. So you can find all of Wildlife Wonders, Paradise Valley Farm, North Georgia Wildlife and Safari Park, all of their information and contacts. And you can also now... Take in the beauty. Oh, look. <laughs> Little ham solo is Aww. laying down. He's crashed out already. Um, how, how long do they sleep during the day? Uh, so they'll take naps during the day, and they are diurnal, so awake during the day and sleep at nighttime. So they're going to sleep for most of the nighttime. Um, six snoozes. Um, off and on, they'll get up. They'll eat some food. They may <laughs> sniff around, get some scratches and pets and loves, and then go back to sleep some more. Happy Super Bowl weekend, everybody. <laughs> I love them so much. They're so cute. And you can, like, bring them up on your couch, and you can pet them just like a dog and the whole shit. The, the, the mini ones, yes. Yeah. So okay. this breed here we have are the Cooney Cooney Pigs. They are a New Zealand breed that is fairly new to the United States. They came in around the 1990s or so um, and are common for, like, homesteading and pets and things like that. They're known for this calm temperament. So if you see how calm, like, they're just kind of chill. They and are chill. They are. And so they have these short legs and these short snouts. So they don't actually root as much as like one of the, a bigger pig does or even a mini pig. They're more of a forager. So they're going to eat mostly grasses naturally. Um, and so they are just, we love them because they're so calm. And Oh, and can we feed them? What did you bring them for breakfast? Um, so I brought them some little treats. We have some sweet potato. We have some apples and um, some zucchini in here, and uh, we can feed them some little treats. Oh, they're will, eating good. Will a, will a pig eat bacon? Will a pig eat bacon? <sighs> Herbert Weiss. I'm just curious. That is so... Um, ultimately, yes. Do we fit our pig's bacon? No. Okay, I was just curious. <laughs> you should not do that if you have a you pig. You should not. We were also wondering if turkeys eat turkey. Yeah, we, we, we <laughs> <Okay>. were. <laughs> I figured we would just talk about them when, when the pig people weren't in the room. <laughs> do you think, like, the pigs are offended right now? Like, um, they're scared? I, I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so, again, the website where they can go and check them out and Yep, we are uh, North Georgia Wildlife Park and Safari, so nogawild.com. Uh, we have lots of animal experiences with um, not only our domesticated pigs and things like that, but with our exotic animals. We have a lot of endangered species, um, lemurs. We have in, um, the black-footed penguin. Um, we have um, otters and sloths and otters. wolves. And so we have lots of experiences in different animal species for you to learn about, experience, um, and just get immersed in so you can learn um, a closer connection to animals and appreciate that. Very cool. So again, go to the Burt Show's Facebook page right now because we are live streaming mm -hmm. Ham Solo and Chewy. <laughs> Thank you for coming in and bringing these guys. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Y'all have Thank fun. You for having us. Yeah, just hang out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're we'll just get listen a lot to this sweet here. little <laughs> behind us. <laughs> right. That's just me. I haven't had breakfast yet. <laughs> get it. The Bird Show.
I am super curious because we just had a listener on a couple of minutes ago that was saying she's 24 years old and she is super nervous that she has never been kissed. She's going out on a third date with a dude and she knows this kiss is coming. So she was super nervous about it. And Abby was saying that when she was younger, most people your age, you're 27 now. I'm about to turn 27. I'm so about old. 27. I'm so old. <laughs> um, that you have seen like tutorials on how to kiss online. Yeah. And I, just about everybody I know in the Gen Z age range has seen this specific Howcast video. It's a comedian named Michael Blaustein and some woman, I don't know who she is, but it's them on a couch teaching you how to kiss in different ways. So there's how to kiss dirty. There's how to kiss long and slow. There's how to kiss with tongue. And then there's also just the basics of how to kiss. And I believe we have a couple of the clips, Katie. Yes, two of the clips, right? We actually have three. So we have uh, how to be the best kisser, Okay. how to kiss confidently, in advanced tongue kissing. Oh, oh, this is perfect for Valentine's yeah. Day coming up. I did not know we were going to stumble on this, okay? The same thing that makes a great kisser makes a best friend. They listen and they pay attention to what you need. So when two people have the most perfect kiss ever, it's because they are really like a mirror image of one another. There's complete reciprocity. They open their mouths at the same time. They have just the right amount of tongue at the same time. And you can achieve that by paying attention to your partner. So if you go into a kiss with like this agenda, just like thrust your tongue on down there, there's a good chance that your partner is going to be on a different page. So ladies, you want to let the man be in the driver's seat on this and let him set the pace for the kiss. And then you reciprocate, but don't escalate. Reciprocate, Ooh. but don't escalate. It's 2024. Can we not escalate a few things up in here? It sounds like a good mantra. Reciprocate, don't escalate. Just say that in your head when he goes in for the kiss. Now, again, this is the first kiss. Yes, right? this is yes. the first kiss. Okay, Katie, in the second clip, which one is this? This is you want to have confidence when you go in for that kiss. And this is what you should think about. This is my secret little trick to feel better about your kissing skills and your self-esteem in general. Pick a movie character that you really, really admire. For me, it's Angelina Jolie in the movie Original Sin, which is like... So hot. So hot. She's so hot. It's, it's old and it's like really random, but honestly, in that film, she taught me everything I need to know about flirting. Like binding your lip and tilting your head down and looking up and like being sexy and strong, but also being vulnerable. So find a movie character that you admire. And when it comes time for you to display that confidence, go in your head and say, I am Ashley Teasdale in High School Musical. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the biting of the lip and the looking up in the sexy way is way too advanced for our first-time listener. Yes. Yeah, it could go way too wrong. One. So the first one would be a video that she would watch having never been kissed, and it's going to happen at the age of 24 this weekend. These other videos are for her next couple right. of days. I mean, if she tries this, the biting of the lip thing, this subtle but biting of the lip thing, she may legitimately bite her lip open because <laughs> of the adrenaline. Oh, she's going to be a bleeder. Or worse, look like a little chipmunk. Like, <laughs> And that's not sexy. It's not sexy. Okay, third clip. Now, this is a WikiHow video on tongue kissing techniques. Are you unsure about what to do with your tongue while kissing? Always. Here are some advanced techniques for what to do with your tongue when you and your partner want to take your kiss to the next level. Thanks. Begin by running your tongue along their lower lip. If they seem really into it, gently push the tip of your tongue into their mouth. You can run your tongue along the inside of their teeth. Don't overdo it. Ew. Your tongue no, is a strong no. muscle. No. So remember to go slowly and not put too much of your tongue into their mouth at once. Yes. I am not <laughs> running my tongue over anybody's teeth. You just got to, you know, it's like you're flossing for them. It's Ew. nice. It's romantic. Ew. It's a super advanced move. Uh, I've had it done on me. 
and it's not as bad as you think. Running the tongue over the tape? Yeah, it has to be in the right time, but it's it's not awful. That's all I'm saying. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not 100% awful. Um, did you, have you guys ever kissed somebody that was so bad that oh, you gave God. them a nickname and used to refer to that nickname when you were talking to your friends about how bad that what, that kiss was? Oh, yeah. This might be a good question to ask you guys. one 855 If you label the dude um, because of his bad kissing, and then when you brought him up in casual conversation before, your friends wouldn't re- remember his name, but you're like, you remember what I told you about that dude? You know, like Slobbery Sam. <laughs> oh, mine was slobbers. It was? Absolutely, because when we kissed, it was so awful. We would get done kissing, making out, and my chin would be sopping wet <laughs> from the amount of saliva that was coming out of his mouth. It was so disgusting. Kevin, I will never forget that. one 855 So I had a guy in my phone this summer that I just labeled catfish because I felt like he had completely, he looked completely different from his profile pictures, but I was stupid and I went out on three different dates with him. And on the third date, because I'm, I'm like, maybe he's a nice guy. Maybe like things will get better. And I remember on the third date, he was really like trying to go in for the kill. And so he he starts kissing me, and then it was so bad that I changed his name in my phone from Catfish to Catfish Lips because it was so fishy oh, and gross. Um, I have talked about this girl on the show before. Uh, we went to middle school together and high school together, uh, and she's still a dear friend. Like, we hit each other up on DMs, but she was the worst. Uh, it was just a, it was a hard tongue. Hard? It Ooh. was a hard, hard tongue. Like you were getting jabbed? Uh, yes, uh, and it freaked me out. Because it was just so hard and it was swirly. <laughs> I, I didn't know what to do with it. Oh, asking you shall receive, Bert Weiss. Kathy, good morning. The nickname that you gave him because he was such a bad kisser. Oh, I called him the cow because he came straight on with nothing but tongue. The cow. Yeah, have you ever seen cows stick their tongues out? Yes. It is. <laughs> It's it's something. It is something. Those things are long. They curl. They're a little pointed at the end. And they are very strong. They are very, very strong. I don't know. You're really selling this guy right now. (laughs) (laughs) He was just kissing the wrong place. As a woman, I mean, she's voiceover right now, so anything sounds really good. Uh, Kaylee, good morning. The nickname you gave him because he was such a bad kisser. Hi. So, um... It was when I was about 17, I didn't have very much experience kissing. It was probably my second or third kiss, first time with this guy. We went out on a date, and he brought me home. We're standing in the driveway, and um, he there was no lips. It was only teeth. Ew. So, yeah, I don't know how that happened, but um, it, was, it wasn't great. So I gave him the nickname of teeth, sure. and... That is how me and my friends referred to him for forever on. <laughs> I'm trying to even in my head picture what that looks like. I I picture Fire Marshal Bill. Yeah. He was like so happy he's going in with just like a big grin. Hey, Mandy, good morning. He was so bad you nicknamed his kiss the what? Lizard boy. Lizard boy. Oh, it was awful. Like, my, my the inside of my lip was literally bleeding by the time it was over. Oh, oh. lizard boy. He was just darting that tongue in and oh. out? Yes, it was so gross. Uh, it was horrible. Terrible. Yeah, and you never forget that. <laughs> Tammy, good morning. The nickname you gave the bad kisser? The fidget spinner. <laughs> the fidget spinner? How what? does that, yeah, how does that work? 
when I went in one way, he would go the other way, and then it just all got out of control. And it was like trying to mess with a fidget spinner. (laughs) (laughs) All right, the fidget spinner and one more here. Good morning, Ruthie. You were on the Burt Show. Hey, um, it was windshield wiper. Oh, yeah, like wee, 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 wee. Oh, uh, because he was, was, he had it in his mouth it, and he was just going from left to right. Back and forth. It was, it was gross. Is anybody else like taking their tongue over their teeth during this entire conversation? It's, yeah. It's shocking at first, but it's not, once you absorb it, it's really not that often. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about it. I'm not endorsing it. Got it. It's an advanced move. <laughs> yes. And it's not going to be received all that well initially. Gotcha. Get it. The Bird Show. We're about to start texting with and for Nora here, who's got herself a brand new boyfriend who's probably super excited about Valentine's Day. In fact, he's already said he's planned something special, and she wants our help to text him to say, um, sorry, I'm not available. I have to help out a friend. Okay, let's see how that's going to go. Hey, Nora. Hi, thanks for hearing me out. Okay, let's get the details. We are here to help. Um, How long have you been going out with this dude? Since Christmas, so it's pretty new. Okay. All right. And then I'm guessing it's getting pretty serious pretty fast. Yeah. Like, it's just really exciting. He's a great guy. And, yeah, we're still in that kind of, I don't know what they call it, like honeymoon phase where we just want to be around each other. And it's been going great. So this would be your first Valentine's Day together. Yes. And here's the thing. I, like, not... I, in the past, haven't really gone out out for Valentine's Day, but he's taken it, you know, on his shoulders and said, you know what, I'm leave it to me. I'm going to plan something really special. So I thought that was super sweet. Good. Enjoy it this first year, because as you guys get deeper into this relationship, he will not. <laughs> so, <laughs> he will so, not be as excited about Valentine's Day. So enjoy this first one. It's all downhill from here. Well, it changes pretty quickly. I don't know if I can. Like, that's the problem. That's why I'm calling you guys. Um, I would love to um, see what he has planned and have an awesome day and night with him. But the problem is my best friend, she just broke up with her boyfriend. And this is like been devastating they were together for years like i thought they were gonna get married so it's a pretty massive breakup um i've been there for her obviously just like you know hanging out calling texting everything that she needs to support her but she's really still upset and it's still fresh and i'm kind of feeling like maybe the right thing to do is be with her on valentine's day like have a You know, like a Galentine's Day, just girls watching movies, having snacks kind of thing. So now I'm torn because I want to be a good friend. And I I really feel in my heart like that's what she's going to need. So she's not having an awful day. Sure. Okay, let's try to attack this from a couple of different angles here. Um, First of all, if I'm just starting to date you and this is our first valentine's day and you say you need to postpone it or move it because you are helping out a friend that's going through a devastatingly emotional time that is a plus in my column preach for sure i'd be like no problem in fact you get points for that 
The pushback might be where he planned something that cost money that he won't be able to get back or something like that. And this might throw a wrench into it. And at that point, I don't know how he's going to react. For me, it would be a minus. And that's just because I'm the planner. So let's say reverse. I'm planning for my boyfriend. And he comes to me. He's like, yeah, the boys really need me on Valentine's Day. (laughs) That's not going over well. Like I have the open table reservation made. Like everything's done. And technically... Valentine's Day is the day before Valentine's Day, so you could technically do both, mm-hmm. but Valentine's Day is the 13th. Right. Um. So what you're saying, Abby, is if the roles were reversed here, mm-hmm. if a guy came to you when you started going out after a couple of months and said, look, my dude just got broken up with, Valentine's Day is going to be devastating for him, man. I just got to be there for him. That's a negative for you. Yeah, I should be more important, even if you only know me two weeks. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> hey, I'm not mad at you, Abby. Know your worth. Um, I would have the, the thought of why can't you do both? Why can't you be there for her and still just kind of carve out some time for me? But at the same time, it's not something that would be like a red flag or a deal breaker mm-hmm. for me. I would appreciate that you're being there for your friend. Abby, what if he came to you and said... You know, the whole shtick about I need to go with my friend on Valentine's Day, but I will make it up to you on the 15th. We are going to have the most amazing celebration ever. Does that mitigate things for you? Does it make you feel better? Maybe it's toxic femininity to me, but <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking your boy's down so bad that specifically on Valentine's Day, he's going to be so emotional that you have to be there to comfort him and kiss him goodnight. Like, it just seems a little weird to me. I'm going to throw this <laughs> one back on different. you. If I went to her and she had that reaction and she was upset, that would be a major red flag to Bold me. Look at me. Re, re, re. <laughs> Listen, I just think it's possible, like Mo said, to do both. I just don't understand why you have to be there for her on this specific day when you could be there for her during the daytime or the day before or the day after. This is your first Valentine's Day with your new man who has already made plans for you. All right, Nora, hang out for a couple of seconds. We will come back here. We will try to figure out an alternative plan before we start texting him. So if he does come back with that, maybe you have a different option for him to make everybody happy. So we'll do texting tutor for Nora coming up next on The Burt Show. Hey, The Burt Show. We are reminding you once again to go to The Burt Show's Facebook page because we have not one but two piggies that we are currently live streaming, who are in studio with us right now for our pigskin cam for the big game this weekend. I'm That's- one of them. <laughs> <laughs> we have Ham Solo mm-hmm. and Chewy on our Facebook page, and they are very stinking cute. And Bert. Um, so, yeah, Rachel, come up here for a second. Um, so I, I was just rubbing the pig's belly because the pig seemed to really like it a lot. They love right. the scratches. They love the, the belly scratches. Love the much belly, like a dog. Right? So about 20 minutes ago, I started rubbing his belly. He turned over. Clearly liked it. You, so I went back into the pen, did it again. You were really getting in there. Really getting in there. And Rachel just told me that um, she's like, uh, I need to tell you something. Go ahead, Rachel. Tell them exactly what you told me. Uh, what I said is right in the middle of his belly. <laughs> Is where his boy parts are. So scratch up at his armpit and towards his head. So I have been uh, pleasuring the. 
the pig without knowing it. <laughs> well, All right. Wildlife Wonders, Paradise Valley Farm, North yeah. Georgia Wildlife and Safari Park. Thank you for your one and only visit to the studio because I don't blame you if you never want to come back. One and only? These pigs are going to be begging to come back now. <laughs> that dude with the hands. When are we going to see him again? <laughs> so go to the Burt Show's Facebook page. And if you want to watch the video later, um, you could see Burt getting very intimate with one of the pigs. Accidentally. Accidentally intimate. Please do not press charges. Right, we are about to start texting Nora's new dude. She just started seeing this guy in December. So they're in that intoxicating, exciting period of their relationship. This dude wants to go all out for Valentine's Day. It's their first time. He's into her. She's into him. Uh, she doesn't know what that special day is that he is planning. He just said, hey, I got us on Valentine's Day, and it's going to be special. She was all excited about it, especially because she's really into this guy, except her best friend just got broken up with by her boyfriend. And Nora feels like she should be there for her friend on Valentine's Day, who's going to be crushed. So she wants us to help her text her new dude and say, hey, I'm not really available on Valentine's Day. Is there something else we can do? Or we can present some other options. Yeah, I'm like, I'm sitting over here thinking about your friend, uh, Nora, who who is in the dumps, and that sucks. I get it. But she also knows you have a new boyfriend, and this is your first Valentine's Day. So it's kind of a little bit, is, is this an ask on her part, or is this something you're doing just out of the goodness of your heart to be there for? Or has she specifically requested you be there by her side for this day of love that is not love for her? You know, she didn't come right she didn't say like I want you to hang out with me on this day, but she did. She did hint that like that's going to be a really hard day. She's probably not going to get out of bed. She's going to be crying the whole day. So I don't know. Like I'm really torn. I I don't want her to have a day like that. That's horrible. I think you're. I think you're an awesome friend. I, I really too. do. Okay, but before we go into this texting tutor, his reaction is going to be the same as probably ours. Is there any option we can present him with? I, the big thing is I don't want to ruin the surprise. Like, I know he's planning surprises, so I don't want him to have to say what it is. I also don't want him to be insulted or, like, be pushed away by, you know, me choosing her over him. So I, I just want to choose my words wisely. That's what I'm struggling with. I think we'd be better off instead of kind of prying to what he's doing, just putting it out there like this is what my friend is going through and this is what I've been thinking about doing. What do you think? And then maybe his answer to that will tell us exactly how we should move uh, forward. That's good. So yeah. it's not like you've made the decision already. You're getting his take before you make a decision. Right. You're let's, bringing him into the decision-making process. Yeah. That's really good. Let's gauge some temperature here. This is two weeks in a row for you. Am I on fire? Yeah. Dude. All right. All right. Hello. All right. Now we're going to up the ante. What she tells. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that one is good. Put your idea into words. All right. Um. Hey, Schnuggles. Well, yeah, whatever you call him. What, uh, whatever nickname you usually call him by, I would start there. Yeah, you... I call him Bill. Hey, oh. Boo. Boo. Hey, boo. I thought you said Bill. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, not Bill. <laughs> uh, hey, boo. I know Valentine's Day is coming up and figured you might have had some plans. However, I just wanted to let you know that a friend of mine, and I don't know if he knows the situation or not, is really going through a devastating time. and Devastating breakup. A devastating breakup. And I have been thinking about being there for her and wondered if that's something you would be okay with. Mm. Okay. 
You don't okay. like it. I just, I, I feel like my heart's not in it because there are so many ways around this. Yeah. Like, if the friend is super devastating, be there for her during the day, bail at 6 o'clock. If he says that we got something going on at 7, you can do both. I'm completely in the same boat. Like, I feel like we should be texting her friend and saying, hey, I don't know if she works from home, but maybe you guys work from home together and, you know, it'll make her feel better that she's not constantly thinking about it, scrolling through the Instagram posts. So why don't we do this? Why don't we pivot here rather that we're not going to text the girlfriend, but why don't we say, can you give me a timetable of what we're doing on Valentine's Day so I can work around that and hang out with her a little bit? Ooh. I love that because then you get the you get the best of both worlds. You're there for your friend. You don't ruin your guy's plans that he's made. And like, if you really wanted to go whole hog, you could kind of do what was suggested and just take the day off together from work and hang okay. out. I like yeah. it. I think that's a great idea. So we're really I'm asking to rearrange. I could just say, could you give me an idea of your timeline? So yeah. Maybe yeah. I can work around it. What time do I need to be available for Valentine's night or whatever, Valentine's Day? So I can be there for her and us. Okay. I'm going to do a heart emoji and then I'm just going to say Heart emoji couldn't hurt. Yeah, why not? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Put a little spice on it. Now, Abby, you're getting that text from your man. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? I To me, I think that's fine because it shows that he's being conscientious about our relationship and his friends' relationships. Like, I'm not anti-supporting your friends, but I'm very much anti- Doing it over me. Doing it over me. And you could always dangle out there if he's really against it, the whole hers and hers and his idea for Valentine's Day. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Turn it into a party. That's what I'm saying. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nothing sexier than a heartbroken friend in the middle of a threesome. (laughs) She's crying her way through. (laughs) Oh, I got a text back. Yeah. Okay. He wrote me back. He said, it was an early afternoon to next morning type of plan. Oh, Oh, damn. Yikes. Just like a whole day and night. Yeah. I think your friend is screwed (laughs) because that's what you're going to be doing. (laughs) So I think you just... I mean, I would, if I were you and you really wanted to commit and you cared, I would see about taking the day off, getting brunch, going to see a movie, like hanging out with your friend during the day, getting her really drunk so she passes out, then you can leave and do your thing. Yeah, I I do think that even if it's a morning thing, like if he wants to link up at noon or whatever, and it's a whole day thing and a night thing, it sounds to me like he has put a lot of time and a lot of effort into this. Look, if your friend is going to be devastated, I understand that, but... You can touch base with her and do something with her in the morning or whatever, just so there's some comfort there, and then be with your dude. And I think your friend will understand. If I'm a friend in that situation, I couldn't see myself wanting you to be there for me when you started a new relationship and had that Mm -hmm. going for you. I I think your friend would be completely understanding of that. She can get through a day. I I completely agree. I think it'd be totally selfish for your friend to poo-poo this whole day that he's planned, because it's a big deal. It's a lot of effort. And remember, the friend hasn't said anything yet. This is just uh, Nora's idea. I mean, she's being super accommodating, so... All right, how about we respond, oh, comma, wow, exclamation point, you're the sweetest. I'll get with her and spend the morning with her. And then clear my schedule the rest of the day. Yep, and then clear my schedule for you, if that's what you want to do, Nora. Yeah, I think that's good. I mean, as long as, like, we can, she can get off work, mm-hmm. maybe we can have a brunch together. I mean, I think, I'm, I mean, I'm still sad that she's going to have the whole evening just... Yeah. Alone. I mean, I guess I can just text her and check in with her, but 
I mean, if you guys all think that it's not necessary and I should just enjoy my night, then, I mean, I got to consider that, too. I think you should text her while you guys are in the middle of making love. <laughs> just go, hey, oh, yeah. excuse, excuse me for just one second. And then just start texting. FaceTime her. <laughs> no, send her, a, send her a voice memo. <laughs> Listen, I think you should definitely have fun with your man because for two reasons, okay? First of all, I believe in supporting your friends, absolutely, and I think you're a great friend. I don't think that you have to do it to the detriment of yourself when it's a heartbreak situation. If we were talking a death in the family, different story. Now, also, you're setting yeah. the tone for your relationship. Mm -hmm. So this guy is planning a, a, it sounds like an amazing surprise for you. And if you mm -hmm. bail, it's understandable. But at the same time, I would be hesitant mm -hmm. to do this again in case something happens. So I think. Especially because it's the first one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You got to like, you got to enjoy this honeymoon phase because I'm going to tell you, it doesn't yeah. last forever. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just going to be mindful, too, if I do go of, like, not, like, posting on social media, like, pictures of all this sweet stuff, because that's probably really going to be the opposite night of what she's having, and that's just going to... I don't know. Work. Kristen, speak to this, because you've talked about this when it comes to IVF before, mm -hmm. but I think it can apply here as well. Absolutely, because two things can, can exist at the same time. You can have two emotions at the same time. So you can feel sad and sorry for yourself, and you can also be happy for your friends. Um, so don't... I, I commend you. I think it's very sweet of you to be cognizant and aware of how it might affect her. And you don't have to post everything on Valentine's Day. Post it the day after. Like, go be in the moment. Enjoy hanging out yeah. with your man. And then put the hashtag about last night and then post about all your, you know, all your lovey-dovey stuff the day after if she's home alone. I, I think that's a mm -hmm. beautiful compromise. One really useful right. piece yeah. of advice that I, I gave myself is when I overthink stuff like that, because I would totally be in the same boat. I'm not going to post it so she doesn't see it and get upset. Would you want your friends to hold back from posting their lives? Or would that make you sad to realize that they're minimizing and shrinking their excitement mm. on your behalf? Mm. And you can say, you can acknowledge, like, that is so great of my friend for wanting to do that. But I don't want them to have to do that because I'm sad. And however you feel, I think that's how you should treat your friends. That's great She advice. can be happy for yeah. you and sad for herself at the exact same time. So I think you just yeah. got to text them back. Are, are we all in agreement that, got it, I'll make alternative plans with her that won't interfere with us. I'm really excited about the night. Yes. 100%. Yeah, I think that's good. Hey, okay, read it back it in is. its entirety one last time. Oh, yeah, exclamation point. That's so sweet of you. Okay, so I will probably grab brunch with her in the morning and then clear my day to hang out with you. I'm so excited. Perfect. Aww. Yeah? it's great. I'm excited for you. Yeah. Me too. And you, I think you actually got points with this dude. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's good. I didn't want him to be mad or anything. No, of course not. No, this is great. You, I think you actually got points. And you yeah. have so an epic Valentine's Day coming your way, girlfriend. Yeah, you do. Mm -hmm. oh, I'm excited Until about the next that. Morning. I mean, <laughs> let's not gloat in front of your friend. We won't talk about it in front of her, but yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, sent. Well, that's good. I can kind of do both then. For mm -hmm. sure. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. oh, I feel a lot better. Things like, guys, I probably would have just canceled and, and missed out on this good night we got you fun. no you're good you're and, good and people are allowed to have their moods like if your friend is upset it's okay that she is upset um mm -hmm. it's never okay for somebody to lash out at you mm -hmm. and to take it out on you but 
they're they're entitled to their moods if if that makes sense i think those two those two are different things so let her be sad let her be mad no it has nothing to do with you it just has to do with her current situation and be there as much as you can be as a friend um valentine's day morning for okay that's it that sounds great oh maybe i can send her flowers oh flowers Okay. Maybe just your therapist information. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Have yourself a great... He just texted me back. Oh, he did? What did he say? Yeah, he said, um, if that's what you want to do, or if you think it would help, what if I took you both out on Valentine's night and I moved my original plans to a different day? Marry that person. Marry him. Damn. Damn. Wow. Uh, what do you do with that? That is a very sweet wow. offer. However, if I was her friend, I would not want to do that. No, I would feel awkward. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to be the third wheel in a new relationship. And I also wouldn't want to go out. Like Valentine's, like when you go out to dinner on Valentine's Day, one, the restaurants are packed mm-hmm. and it's like love is on crack and it's <laughs> shoved in your face. And I, I would just... I think that would be not good for her. Agreed. I think you say back to him, that is so super sweet, but I'd rather just spend the day with you one-on-one. Oh, that's a Yeah, I think so. That feels right. Thanks for thinking of her, though, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what a thoughtful guy. Uh Uh-huh. That was nice. (laughs) Okay, so I wrote, that is so sweet of you, but I think I'd rather just let this night be about you and I. Thanks for thinking of her, though. You got it. All right. Now, if he pushes you on this whole, no, nah, I really think it should be all three of us, <laughs> then he might be out of my original idea. It's <laughs> a visionary. Yeah. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going to the Burt Weiss School of Romance. There's, there is one? Well, I wouldn't call it a school. So maybe a detention center of romance. <laughs> this is the one time I will ever say this, but that man deserves special favors. Okay. Hey. Oh, said, okay, let me know if I can help in any other way. So, there you oh my go. God, what a winner. That's great. All right, Nora, good luck on Valentine's Day. Sounds like you got a great guy. Oh, thanks so much. Thanks for your help. All right, happy Valentine's Day. You too. Bye. Bye. I'm not a huge fan of spicy foods, but I do like a bit of spice in other areas of my life. Reality TV fights make it spicy. My margaritas make them very spicy. And when it comes to the spice cabinet you keep beside your bed, you got to have a wide variety of spices to keep things heated up. If you've been looking for some more flavor to add to your life behind closed doors, Adam and Eve can help you bring the heat with some fun new items to turn up the temp between you and someone else. Or if it's a single girl summer, there's plenty of options for those of you riding solo this year. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item and they'll include free shipping and rush processing so you can spice things up ASAP. And you don't got to worry about your neighbors noticing your delivery. Adam and Eve ships things out in discreet packaging. So you and Deborah down the street don't have to make awkward eye contact when you get your mail. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item and select just enter offer code Abby at checkout. That's A-B-B-Y at adamandeve.com. This exclusive offer is specific to this podcast. So be sure to use code Abby to get your discount code Abby. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It doesn't sit right with my soul. That's kind of been a fun theme we've been playing with on The Burt Show lately, where you're getting something off your chest that's just not sitting right with you. Like when I threw a sick burn at Abby and then immediately felt bad, and she did the same thing to Kristen and also felt bad right away. Now, we're all good, and that was all in good fun, but sometimes you're not quite ready to confront your problems head on, and you need someone to talk to. And while we love talking to you guys about your drama, sometimes it's above our pay grade, and you need a professional to give you advice. 
twice. I've been to therapy and there's something so freeing about unloading your problems on a therapist that has your back and you know is there to help you. And that's where BetterHelp comes in. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Show today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Show. This is The Burt Show. Unless you guys were really paying attention, you probably don't know that the Super Bowl is this Sunday. <laughs> it is? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could have flown right by you. If you weren't playing, paying really close attention and you're not a sports fan, yeah, yeah, you probably missed that the Super Bowl is this weekend. Or that, you know, Taylor Swift is dating Travis Kelsey, yeah, yeah. and she may be traveling 13 hours from Tokyo to make it to Vegas in time to see the big game. Hasn't may. been talked about a lot. May, she is. <laughs> She'll be there. She will be going from the stage to the private airport directly into the arms of Travis Kelsey. <laughs> All right, we have Kristen's hot guy fantasy football uh, team coming up here in just a second. But before we even get into that, first of all, you know that um, Madden, the game, always simulates the Super Bowl to see who is going to win. <laughs> um, and usually they do really well. They were doing really well for like 20 years. The last three years, they got it wrong. But this year, they are saying the Chiefs are going to win this thing yes. 30 to 28. Oh, it's going to be tight. Yes. Like the tight end. <laughs> I knew there was a follow-up coming no, on there that. There really wasn't until you looked at me, and I felt like I had to come up with something. I just figured it was coming. Yeah. Um, as a sports fan, I am really looking forward to this game because I think they're really evenly matched, and I think like the last four minutes of the game are going to be great. I don't think one team is going to blow out the other. I think Monday when we come in here, you're going to say, even if I'm not a football fan, oh, my God, what a great game that was. Um, oh, my God, how amazing Taylor Swift looked. <laughs> she looks so cute. And um, they're hugging on the field. It was so romantic. Oh, my God, what an amazing job. Usher dead. All those things are going to happen. Um, and also $1.45 billion in chicken wings are going to be eaten on Sunday. Nice. <laughs> That's a bad day to be a chicken wing. <laughs> it is a real... Really bad day to be a chicken wing. All right, Kristen, it is time. Here it is, our hot guy Super Bowl lineup. Kid warning. Major kid warning. Now, this is a little bit more toned down than the one that you cut for bonus content, correct? Correct. And my... My radar is off as what is appropriate or inappropriate because <laughs> I have recorded not safe for work pickup lines and you're going to get those bad boys come Monday when we drop our brand new bonus BS. So we, we've already <laughs> cut that because, you know, it's going to drop on Monday. Those are NC-17. Oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> These are not. The, yes. They, those were like... They weren't yeah. R-rated. They were X-rated. Yeah, yeah. We were I was feeling there. some type of way after that one. <laughs> <laughs> and I like to make really awkward eye contact with people when I'm doing the, the pickup lines. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> I thought you were trying to pick me up at one moment. I was like, Kristen, does Bart know about this? <laughs> All right, so. All right, now, these are sexual in nature. So if you're cruising around with kids yes. in the car, this is your warning right here. Now, do you want the bed underneath you or you just want to Yeah, let's, let's, keep, okay. let's play it the whole time, Katie. Um, so my hot guy Super Bowl lineup. I got to give props to Tara and Brian Ball. 
Um, I follow them at Tara Blair Ball on Instagram. <laughs> and her whole shtick is she does pickup lines to make her, her husband uncomfortable. And they are beautiful. This is the video that I pointed out the other day to you. That, yes. And you're like, that's them. That's them. Um, that's where I got all these. So she says to him, they're driving. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're driving in the car. And she says to her husband, hey, will you turn my seat warmer on? And he's kind of confused. And he goes, yeah, sure. Why? And she says, because I'm heating up your dinner. <laughs> Yes! Iconic. <laughs> so that's, that, that's what we're going for here. Okay. All right, here we go. Oh, she's standing right. up. And again, I, I these aren't to. based on, like, statistics. These are just based on the guys playing in the game that you think are the hottest. Correct. These are just the hot guys. Who are, and by the way, 49ers are stacked. No, oh, no yeah. shade to the Chiefs, but 49ers have, like, quite a few hot dudes on that roster. Yeah. That McCaffrey dude, even as oh. a oh, yeah, heterosexual yeah. male, I can look at that dude and go, all right. If they put a gun in my head, he's the dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even fair. Like, they have Christian M- 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 and, McCaffrey, yeah. and uh, the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes with yeah. the Muppet boys. That's yeah. not, that's not and, a fair comparison. And I, I threw the two quarterbacks a bone. It's weird not to have them in the hot guy lineup, but let's be honest. Brock Purdy and Patrick Mahomes are not hot. They're cute, but Purdy? they're not hot. You don't I, think Purdy is Purdy? No. I beg to differ. Brock yeah. Purdy is so handsome. He's a good looking dude. He's cute. I don't think he's hot. He's a handsome boy. All right, here we go. Are we ready? <clears throat> All right, the pig, we're getting ready to soothe the pigs. We have two pigs in here today <laughs> on a cam also, and Kristen is very nervous that they're going to be upset because she know. gets loud. Here we go. <clears throat> I tied there are plenty of fish in the sea, but I hope I'm the only one you want to take back home and mount from the Chiefs, Travis Kelsey. Okay. Starting hot. <sighs> By the way, pigs don't even care. No, they're unfazed. They're unfazed. Sleeping. On defense, can I be like your glasses and sit on your face? <laughs> from the 49ers, Nick Bosa. I get so lightheaded when I do this. I try to ad lib in between just so you can get your breath because I can almost see the tr- the room turning green yes. like when you're about to like pass out. I see the stars. Yeah. I see <laughs> the stars. Nick Bosa has the largest thighs I have ever seen on a man. That is a beautiful man. Do you know that there was a running back back in the day? I'm still buying time for you. Uh, this guy named Earl Campbell who had 32-inch thighs. <laughs> 32-inch thighs. His quads were 32 inches. He could crush a watermelon. Yeah, yes, I guess he could. He could crush something else. (laughs) I do think I'm making them fart because I can smell the piggy farts. Here we go. That might be coming out of your butt. (laughs) (laughs) A wide receiver. I'm like a wrench. Every time you think about me, your nuts tighten. From the 49ers, Emmanuel Sanders. (laughs) Okay, confirmed. Earl Campbell has the largest thighs I've ever seen. Yeah, it's right? Earl Campbell and then Nick Bosa. It's crazy, right? It's so crazy. Oh, and this one's specially just for Cassie. That running back, are you Draco Malfoy because you look like you slither in? From the 49ers, <laughs> Christian McCaffrey! If you know, you know, Harry Potter fans. <gasps> oh, yeah. All you Germione fanfic lovers. Here we go. And I'm running back. If I was your favorite Starbucks drink, how many pumps would you give me? I say I'm a Um, At least kids here. Yeah, Cassie's kid is here. All right, here we go. Here we go. All right, we got three more to go. Ah, linebacker, I've had a really rough day today. Can I use your emotional support, Snake? From the 49ers, Fred Warner! (laughs) Okay. These are all names that you will hear during the game because these are all like 
They're, they're, they're starters. Yes, they are. And all I'm going to be thinking about is their snake slithering in. Yep. Uh-huh. And the emotional support snake. You are welcome. All right. Two more to go. These are our quarterbacks. These are my pity picks. Okay. No, come on. <laughs> that quarterback, can you treat me like a deep freezer and fill me full of meat? Oh. From the 49ers, Brock Purdy. <laughs> he is handsome. He is a good-looking man. He's a good-looking yeah, boy. Yeah, I wish I was that ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one. That quarterback. Hey, cowboy, can you ride me like a bull and see if I can get you off in seven seconds? From the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> well done, lady. Well done. <sighs> I can't breathe. Water. We need water and oxygen. Get the water boys in here. Is that it? That's it. That was okay. it. That was the last one. You feeling all hot and bothered now? I've got nothing left in me. Now, those again, my radar was off. I pushed the envelope, plus Tommy's not here today, so I felt like I could get away with it. But the ones I do for the bonus content next week... Way worse than <laughs> Not even close. And again, thank you to Tara and Brian Ball on Instagram. Get it. The Bird Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Bird Show's entertainment buzz. Former child stars are speaking out about their dangerous work environment. But first, in honor of Black History Month, here is your black entertainment fact of the day. So in 1975, Roxy Roker became the first became half of the first interracial couple on primetime television. Another fun fact, Roxy Roker is Lenny Kravitz's mom, who is also related to Al Roker. She starred as Helen Willis on The Jeffersons and became, of course, the other half oh. of the first interracial couple on primetime television. So there is your fun fact of the day. Nice. It was like a really big deal back in the day. Huge, People huge deal. boycotting, and now, I mean, it's like, this is how far we've come. Sometimes I think, you know, there's so much racial... Uh, division in this country still that sometimes even these little baby steps I think sometimes aren't even um, acknowledged. Now you see this on TV and you don't even think twice about it. Yeah, right? it's so normal and it's great, but it can't. I can't believe it took until 1975. Right? Insane. Okay, back to the child stars story. So Investigation Discovery released the trailer for a docuseries called Quiet on Set, The Dark Side of Kids TV. It came out yesterday and this is a true crime network. So they're saying that this docuseries, quote, uncovers the toxic and dangerous culture behind some of the most iconic children's shows of the late 1990s and early 2000s. So these are all the kids' shows that I grew up with. Yeah, I was like, it it bummed me out to see this. And you know bad things happen in the entertainment mm-hmm. industry. And, you know, um, ID actually does, like, some decent documentaries. What is that, a network? Yes, that's what she just okay, mentioned. They're, yeah, it's they're a so true crime network. Yeah, it. it's 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 it goes by ID. Um, my mom's a big fan. We, we I get it honest when it comes to like the, the true crime stuff. I'd be getting nervous if I my significant other was watching that oh. all the time. I'm like, <laughs> you taking notes or right. something? <laughs> um, but I, there's a lot of shows from Nickelodeon back in the day that are going to be featured, and I'm just like, and it's it's going to take away from you know those memories of the shows, knowing what happened like behind the scene. It's honestly really really sad because these are a lot of my favorite shows growing up. So a lot of it is going to center around this guy named Dan Schneider who worked on so many of those really popular Nickelodeon shows. All that, The Amanda Show from Amanda Bynes, Zoe 101 starring Britney Spears' younger sister 
Jamie Lynn, iCarly starring Amanda Cosgrove, and Victorious with Victoria Justice. I mean, these were some of like the the mm. shows to watch when you were in middle school back in my day. And so they're basically shining a light on what they called Nickelodeon's golden boy because he was in charge of all of the biggest shows on that network. So uh, a reporter is saying for 20 years, he shaped children's entertainment and culture, but that marked one of the darkest chapters. Oop, I just lost my place. Uh, so basically it, it's premiering and it's going to show the environment that allegedly include included abuse, sexism, racism, and inappropriate dynamics with underage stars and crews. So it's really sad. A lot of these stars are speaking out. Um, Alexa Nicholas from Zoe 101 is coming out. Uh, Double Dare host Mark Summers is saying something. So it's going to be really interesting to watch and see how this unfolds. I I can't believe this guy hasn't gotten any criminal charges yet. It's a matter of time, probably. Yeah, and I wonder if, like, statute of limitations has expired, so there's nothing you can do, and I guess it depends on what state. But anybody, man, you know how I feel about this. You mess with kids, man. Mm-hmm. I think there should be no statute of limitations. Nope. You're right to jail and stay there for as long as they will. Amen to that. Uh, we have some good news about Post Malone and Sway Lee's song, Sunflower. So it is now the first song ever to reach double diamond status. And you'll be left in the dust unless I stuck by you. are the sunflower. I think your love would be so double diamond status is the equivalent of 20 million sales. A representative is saying Post Malone and Sway Lee have officially raised the bar on what creative partnerships and infectious collaborations have the power to accomplish. So claps to our boy Posty. So exciting for him. I'm excited uh, I, to see him this weekend at the Super Bowl, too. Post? Yeah. Oh, is it before the game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Um, I have a challenge for you guys because Sunflower is a beautiful song, but it's nonsensical. Have you ever read the lyrics or listened to it? I ha- still have no idea what it's about. That's so funny you say that because as I was listening, I was thinking that. <laughs> it like, is a nonsensical song. I have never been able to figure out what it's about. Needless, So here's some of the lyrics. Needless to say, I keep her in check. She was a bad, bad, nevertheless. Calling it quits now, baby. I'm a wreck. Crash at my place, baby. You're a wreck. So it's a girl that's a train wreck. Keep going. Thinking in a bad way. Losing your grip. Screaming at my face. Baby, don't trip. Look at someone took a big L. Don't know how that felt. Looking at you sideways. Party on tilt. Okay, so where does the sunflower part come in? <laughs> Obviously, she's such a train wreck that she blossomed into a sunflower, which is a beautiful flower that represents friendship and happiness. Does it say anywhere in the song that she turns into that? Or Let's are you making see. that up? I'm making that up. Hang on. Let so, me find the chorus. Yeah, I have song meanings. Would you like to hear the song meaning? Yes. All right. <laughs> We're getting into this. So the general meaning of this song is both subtle and strong. Swaley's verse talks about how he's a big amount of money to keep a girl as well as please her, but he didn't take the relationship seriously. So she left him and it hurt, but he continuously plays down her feelings. Um, whereas Posty's a little deeper. I get all that, but where's the connection to a sunflower? Okay, here's the chorus. Then you're left in the dust. Unless I stuck by you, you're the sunflower. I think your love would be too much. I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> Neither do sunflower. I. Okay. The chorus and song title reference the word sunflower as a metaphor for this type of woman. A sunflower is a happy, joyous plant that requires a perfect amount of okay. sun and care all the time. Uh, Swaley's words could be similar to just watering the plant, keeping it going, but only to see it die quickly. Okay. See? I was right. I feel like the world has just opened up for me. Yeah. It all like makes sense sunflower. to me. Now. Yeah, like a sunflower. Yeah. All right. For more stories, head to the Burt Show podcast on your favorite listening platform. 
The Burt Show. Any day you go online, you see really stupid opinions. Opinions can be wrong. <laughs> I see a lot of them every day online. They are just wrong. But only one each week gets the honor of Kristen's bad take of the week. Oh, I have a bad take of the week, and I think we may have stumbled across the bad take of the year. <gasps> it is so horrifically bad. Right. And it got me thinking, I'm like, at the end of the year, we're going to tally up all these bad boys, and I, I'm going to crown a bad take of the year, but this one is going to be in the lead. Can have an award show. Yes. A nominations. Ooh, I okay. love it. Um, but first, before we get to the really horrendous one, um, no shoes, no problem. Saw this article on the New York Post, and it's about a couple from Cleveland, Ohio. That's not bad enough. No, I'm just kidding. Um, this video has been viewed more than 24 million times on TikTok. It is Christy Fritz and her husband, and they have removed the soles, the bottom of their entire shoe collection, because they want to walk barefoot. Now, they are dedicated I, to walking barefoot. I've seen this, and just to give you a visual, you're, we're not talking about five or six pairs of shoes. We are talking about... It looked to me like it was hundreds. Expensive ones. Too. Expensive ones. They said that they said in the video that their entire shoe collection is worth twenty thousand dollars. Oh my gosh. I kinda believe it, man. And they cut off the bottom and so and then they and I understand as far as like the essence of grounding and like walking and bare, bare, you know, walking barefooted in grass to mm. ground yourself. We had a radio consultant mm-hmm. who was notorious for this and it was just grounding for him. But I'm talking about like in the city in the streets, on the sidewalk, and they want to be able to walk barefoot everywhere, but they know there's stores that won't allow that. So that's why they're trying to do it like hiddenly by cutting out the bottoms of their shoes. My husband and I have removed the bottoms of all of our shoes. We decided to start walking barefoot and one of our followers had a great idea. Since some businesses don't want us being completely barefoot, if we cut off the bottom of our shoes, it allow us to be barefoot but blend in with everyone else. This is a huge commitment, but we were willing to make it. These are our favorite shoes. Our shoe collection is worth more than $20,000, but this is a sacrifice we're willing to take because walking barefoot means the world to us. The benefits of walking barefoot are priceless, so now our shoes are worth more than money could ever be. So today we got to work and started removing the bottoms. We weren't sure if this was going to be easy or hard and it ended up being pretty easy. We made little shelves where our toes are and our heels are. We made a little lip on the bottom of the shoe where our toenails will go so they can latch on so we'll actually be able to hold on to the shoe while trying to walk without the bottom. And we did the same thing for our heels. The experience of cutting off the bottoms of our shoes was very freeing and detoxifying just like walking barefoot is. So after we cut the bottoms off, we decided to try it out. So we went to our favorite store, Sephora. And as you know, they don't really like us in here without shoes. I needed to grab a few things for a trip we're going on. The experience was absolutely perfect. The workers came up to us. They talked to us. They even complimented our shoes. I definitely recommend this if you're trying to go incognito barefoot. It's the perfect way to get all the benefits of going barefoot, but also have no one know. <laughs> Kids in third world, third world countries are pissed about this once yep. they hear about it. Right. I love how she said, well, um, walking barefoot means the world to us. No, it doesn't. No, you're, it does. <laughs> you are trying to get hits on your YouTube page and you're trying to make up for the cash you're about to lose in shoes in advertising. I mean, in the city? That's gross. Nasty. Oh, how many people hawk loogies and spit on sidewalks? Do you know they recently, uh, they had tested some grocery carts and found 72% of them had fecal bacteria <gasps> on them? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Nasty. That's on grocery carts in the grocery store. Yeah. So imagine what you're picking up on your shoes or on your bare feet walking around a city. So nasty. So super nasty, right? All right, so that's my first bad take. And then this one. The runner-up this week? No, no, no. This one might potentially be, I'm saving the best for last. This could be 
like seriously bad take of the year. Um, I'm even going to give you a trigger warning because the message is so jacked up. So like, God bless you, Abby, for sending this, but also damn you at the same time. <laughs> so this audio, Abby sent this to me and I watched it and I'm like, you've, you've got to be kidding me. Like, no. And then that link was broken. Like they got deleted, but we did some digging and this has gotten stitched enough. Like this guy's bad take has been stitched enough that it was easy for us to find. Now, I don't know who this guy is. I don't have his ham- handle. All I know is at when sex ha- happens, posted this on <laughs> TikTok. And this is a guy doing a podcast with a woman explaining his reasoning on why women should weigh less than men in relationships. I want you to brace yourself. Again, trigger warning, one more time. Guy shouldn't be dating a woman that's more than two-thirds of his body weight. The woman should feel smaller. She used to feel like he could kill her, but he's not gonna. Oh. If I'm holding a girl and subconsciously she knows that if I wanted to, I could pick her up and throw her into the wall. What the? <laughs> really, he needs to rename this account to when sex doesn't happen because I can't imagine hearing that and being like, oh, yes, I can want to continue to date you. Like WTF. Now, I did share the story with you one time where a girl told me that she felt uncomfortable when I had my hands on her fit yet thick thighs. She said the size, my size made her feel insecure. Thanks for listening. Get more Bird Show fix at thebirdshow.com or follow us on social media at The Bird Show.